0: Testing, testing, one, two, one, two, two of
1: 22. Hello and welcome to another episode of Badger Watch, where we play cricket11.com and look at the county championship via the point system or the lens of cricket11.com. Um, we are a badger down today. We are hueless. I think Hugh is somewhere in the Hellenic Empire, isn't he?
0: Playing cricket. Cyprus, I believe.
1: Cyprus playing cricket for uh-huh.
0: Corfu, I think Corfu. Sorry, yeah, yeah.
1: Corfu. So Hugh is in Corfu playing cricket for a well-known cricket club based at Lords, which is otherwise known as the MCC. So Hugh, I hope for everyone else's sake, you didn't have time to update your team, um, and potentially give us a bit of a chance to to catch you up. But we do have Howard and Chev, um. So the last episode we spoke about um the return of the County Championship and what that means for I suppose our teams as well as the league tables. Um both cricket11.com league table and both division one and division two. On that, Howard, how did you go last week?
2: Pretty poor week, I'm afraid. Fifteen hundred points, give or take. Uh made a few changes and my all star batting lineup of Pajara, Jennings, Hain, and Masood let me down a little bit Masood did okay, I think he got an 80 second innings Mm. uh, but the other three didn't really have a score between them unfortunately
1: That is quite rare actually, one of those players, you would expect at least two I'd say
2: Mm. Yeah, had Vince on the bench as well and obviously that was the week he turned up, I think he got 200 points, so missed out there, Um, my decent returns were from the bowling of Harmer and Worrell, the dependable Simon Harmer. When he's at Chelmsford, he seems to bank points fairly regularly. And uh, George Balderson at uh, Lancashire scored 100 as well from number seven, number eight even.
1: Yes, he had the biggest price increase on Cricket11.com. Last week. So this week, yeah. Because oh, I should mention, ad time recording. We are halfway through the next round of the cha- championship. But yeah, he's had the biggest price increase after the last round, which is which is great. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, not nice really, because that has actually. I should mention, it sort of left our league table or a little bit of a gap between yourself and Hugh, who's on twenty thousand. He's broken twenty thousand points, and uh, yeah. So
2: I think you closed. Closed by eight hundred this week with a fairly steady return from Brian May's eleven.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Chev, how did you go?
0: Uh, pretty good, actually. I wasn't too far behind. I think I'm huge as I I actually hit oh just over through two thousand points, which is Ooh. good. Uh, closed the gap on you, which was great, but I'm I'm, I'm afraid it's going to be short lived in in terms of Leaving last spot in our own small uh, league, going, going up to third. It's probably not going to last another week, but hey ho. It was fun not being out last anymore there. Um, similar players, actually, for me, uh, to how I just mentioned. Um, sort of bowlers the same. Bolterson, I actually had as captain, so that helped me a lot last week. Oh, nice. From as captain this week, and this week he's doing completely opposite. Um, but anyway, we'll get to that a bit later. Uh, Crichley, um, was the other all rounder that actually uh, had a healthy return uh, for me last week. Yeah, and then I even had Finn Krimate Bean uh, on the bench, which was a pain because obviously he did really well last week. But again, he's uh, because of the bias this week, he's now in my team, and so far, um, he's the second in terms of point scoring this week. So, uh, doing well this week. But, yeah, so overall, good week. Uh, closed the gap. It's probably going to open up again this week. So, I'm not entirely sure how that's going to play out, but we'll see. And then we've got the run-in uh, with the two final rounds. After yeah.
1: That. Yeah. I mean, you say you've closed the gap. You have overtaken me. I am now bottom of our league table on 18,304. So, you are now nine points ahead of me. Um,
0: Your finest I- week, what's it's been.
1: No, I got 1,267 points exactly. Um, no, Similar to you, Howard, in that none of my batters turned up. Rishi Patel, 113 points, was the top. I think what really summed up my week was the fact that when Durham needed 53 runs to win, they were three down and Beddingham got a duck, which sort of sums up my week, I think. And then otherwise, the one lad who did have a good game for me was Revis who got 331 points. Um, He got three firsts, one for, sorry, in the Derbyshire first innings for Yorkshire, and then he got 100 Um, batting down the order. So that was nice for me. Um, and he's,
2: this week as well, isn't he? Because I think he got, was it possibly his first, first class, class five wicket haul?
1: Yeah. And then he's going well again this week, which is lovely. So, yeah, that he, he was a shining light and someone actually I took a punt on him because he was his average points scored, I think, were like were quite good, but they weren't exceptional. But he was also quite cheap. So I bought him in as a sort of substitute or rounder. He's now becoming my premier all-rounder, um, and then Ollie Robinson was pretty dependable on one hundred and ninety-two points. And then Porter got a five-six for in the first innings, and I wanted him to get a few innings wickets in the second innings, but he didn't. So he got two hundred. He was my top point scorer on two hundred. I oh, know he wasn't. Revis was, but then Porter got two hundred points. So that's all. That was me. So that means Chev has taken taken over. Um,
2: we should point out last place at the end of the year but is the Curry. For first place, that is so true. It's a high stakes game that we're rolling in here at
0: Badger HQ.
1: Yeah. So currently, um, you're you're getting a carry on me at the moment, Howard, on the land of hope and glory. So,
2: um, well, may it continue.
1: Yeah, I think I've bought you one before, if not two.
2: It tasted it tasted <laughs> so sweet
0: last year. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um well, it would be the first time, it would be the first time someone else is buying it if it's not you it. So.
1: Yeah yeah this is this whole bloody idea was mine and I've ended up shelling over 200 quid probably on this so great. Um but in terms of individual performances did anyone stand out for you last week apart from those mentioned already? Anyone worth a mention?
0: Oh the cameras. Good one. Yes. I think you know, yeah, because funnily enough in the in the game he's also down as in uh, cricket eleven. He's also down as a batter, batter, yeah. where he doesn't pick up any points really he as a batter, as far as I <laughs> recall. But um, somehow he's 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 having the game where he's bowling really well. So he's actually doing quite well. He's even in the I was he was in the top five of scoring players in the last round. Yeah. Uh, which is not a surprise, um, but yeah. So I think he's the one that's probably gone on under the radar for most. In yeah. In terms of actually
1: bringing yeah. him in, I actually uh, mean this is this is maybe second week, first week, maybe even before we started. I think I had him in my team as like a. I know that Middlesex like him. I'm going to pick him, and he's cheap, so I might keep him in. But that was definitely as a batter. Um, now, obviously, he's there as a. Bowler, I believe, did he come up? We maybe we mentioned this, but did he come up as a bowler in the One Day Cup or in the Twenty Twenty stuff? They is it sort of one of those guys where he can bowl some off spin, and they sort of used him to fill some overs, and he became quite handy. And now you would argue he's a off spinner. Does anyone anyone know his rise? Is that I think that's how it happened.
2: The very start of last year, I can't remember the circumstances, but I think he played the first one or two Championship games as an opening bat last yeah. year bowled a few offies at the same time, then had a spell out of the team, then I think again, started this year, played as a top-order batsman, but has since taken on, I think um, ever since they had those couple of rounds with the Cuckaburra ball, um, I think he was picked as premier spinner and did he get a seven for Hampshire in that, and then I think since then they've played him as predominantly as a spinner, uh, batting down the order at seven or eight, and he's Followed that seven wicket all with another eight at Chelmsford in the first innings this week. So,
0: yeah. um,
2: obviously, a good one, or uh, well, good timing for him with a tour to the subcontinent coming up in the winter. We've mentioned before the the spinning cupboard looks pretty bare, but that might be one to keep an eye on.
1: That is a really good point. He's batting down at eight, and you would say, I mean, who is I mean, is Luke Coleman? Middlesex's premier spinner. I don't. Who else do they have in their squad? I'm trying to think. I think he probably is or was certainly got the most games in as a leggy.
2: So yeah, they've just they've just signed Jayant Yadav of India. Hmm. Um, so I guess he would be premier spinner at the moment. But I think Luke Holman's almost a bit of a luxury spinner with the leggies, isn't he? I don't think he's reliable enough to uh, necessarily rely on as your first choice. Yeah, um, and I would think Carus has probably overtaken him
1: Agreed, yeah
2: um, On that yeah. note, the other player who had another very good game last week, uh, not the only other player but one of them, Liam Dawson um, first innings 100 rescued Hampshire when they were in a little bit of trouble yes. early on, scored 120 and then followed it up with 7 wickets in the match I'll well, have to double check that yeah, but, three, uh, 3
1: in the first innings and 4 in the second so yeah, 7
2: um, another one, strange season for Dawson. He had a steady year last year, didn't he? Sort of consistently performed uh, here and there with bat and ball. Whereas this year, first half of the season, almost anonymous, couldn't buy a run. And yeah. uh, Hampshire's seamers were doing all the damage. Second half of the season, he's found some form with the bat. And obviously with spinning conditions more favourable, he's taken a hat full of wickets as well. So another one that will be very much in the frame for a seat on the plane to India, I would think.
1: Yeah, you would have thought so. I think he's been quite like when he does score, he scores really big, doesn't he? Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't say he's a consistent scorer in the in the league this year or in the in the, in the game this year.
0: Um, clue, perhaps
1: we mentioned, I mentioned Bahanan last week, didn't we? We looked at sort of who who could have got a thousand runs this season, and I think um, Bahannon's not far. If he hasn't got them, he's not far away from a thousand runs. He got,
2: there, he got there with his hundreds last week. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and that's. Yeah. Um, I say he, I, you know, I thought that was mildly surprising that he was doing that well. Um, and then he goes and gets 175. But, um, yeah, I mean, he got 175. Pretty much Lancashire only bat once because of that. And then they bowl Northlands out. Um, so that's another one, I think, who went quite well. Um, is Bahandum the top players for the county championship? He's not, I see. Um but then who is? Alex Lees is the top-scoring Championship playing in Cricket11.com. He got another 100, didn't he? Another
2: 100, yeah. That... Five consecutive
1: matches he's scored a century. Talk about the playing to India. Is he, uh, is he one to think about with the season he's had or does he not play spin well enough?
2: must admit, I'm not sure his record against spin. Um, he he was the, casualty, the, the almost the one casualty of the baseball era. He's about the only player that McCullum has... Well, him and folks, I guess, that have hmm. seen themselves fit to drop from the team. Um, so I'm not sure whether he is in favor, but he certainly put a, a very decent case together. If they need a backup top order batsman to go, then why not?
1: Yeah, why not? Absolutely.
2: Um, he does seem to have uh changed his game a little bit as well in terms of the strike rate he's scoring these runs at. He's he, he's hitting more sixes than he has done previously. Uh, had a better strike great so i don't know if that's with one eye on a recall trying to take a a more positive option in first class game
1: that's true that is true the other one just you know as we're on this subject of sort of like spinners and we probably should have a look at it maybe at the end of the season but the other one is um luke wells he you know top order batter bowling leggies got fifa last week albeit maybe against Northants and lower thing but you know he's bombing his leggies he's he he didn't do too badly in the did he play in the 100 i think he might have done
2: I'm not sure he definitely played he played opens batting for Lanks in the blast um good solid top order bat i think his time has been and gone i'm not sure what at his age he will be in the frame for england selection and i think the leggies are uh, a nice bonus at county level and you can run through the old north hand's tail but against uh holy pajara and rahani it might be a tougher assignment so maybe. i would not want to rely on him too much there
1: okay maybe we'll put that one to bed um where's your shoes back he's the advocate of luke well so maybe i'll try and wait till he's back <laughs> ballast to my argument <laughs> um Okay, interesting. So that's sort of the players. I'm just trying to look who else did well in respect of last week. And I think we've mainly touched upon them, really, in terms of top-scoring players from round 13. Madsen last week. Hugh had Madsen, didn't he, as captain, maybe, last week. Um, Dawson, behind Zekaris. And Thompson of Yorkshire, actually, did also score quite highly. Um, what did he do last week? He... Um, in the first innings, he got four. He got thirty, and then he got three for sixty, and then he got two for. So that's interesting.
2: High scoring without 60-odd. sixty odds, sixty runs. Second innings, did not he got run of all sixty?
1: Yeah, sixty four of sixty five. He then got got good wickets at sort of a decent economy rate as well, and he got thirty off twenty five balls in the first inning. So that good
2: all round performance.
1: Yeah, that's what you want from me all around you as well. And I think Hugh has him as well, which
0: yeah, which is annoying for us. Am I allowed to talk about Surrey? Or is. is
1: yeah, today you
0: can talk about. I mean, we might as well have a 15 minute uh, section on it today.
1: No, uh, we're not going to have a 15 minute section, but we are. Let's talk about them because they comprehensively beat Warwickshire. Um, yeah, let, let's have a little moment for them.
2: Um, Folks, 100. Is what I was going to say.
1: Yeah, that's big.
2: Just in almost in the nick of time after a very lean 50 over competition where he played most of the games against some pretty weak bowling attacks mm. and didn't score a hatful of runs by any stretch. Uh, good 100 for him against a decent bowling attack in Warwickshire. And uh, another one who is he issuing to keep in India? I'm not sure. Yeah, um,
1: I think he probably
2: will go. I depends. think he probably will keep um, looking at the state of some of those pitches India played Australia on in the test matches earlier this year Yeah. You had um, forget the Indian keeper's name but him and Kerry were struggling to catch a bean behind the stumps so Is think it Ishan
1: Kishan? Egypt. Is that right? Ishan Kishan or Russia? Resh- yeah, I think that was him was,
2: I thought it was the guy that played the World Test Championship final over here and I, his name escapes me at the moment OK um, but, um, You might be right Uh Either way, both both keepers really struggled. The pitches were playing up, and I think you probably need your best keeper. Yeah,
1: I think that's true. I think what's quite remarkable about that Surrey win is, um, yeah, folks got runs, and I mean, Sibley got 60, and, and Jamie Smith, the new England one-day potential, got 60 as well. But then actually it's like, Surrey's 3-9-6. It, you know, it's not like a they won by an innings there, and they bowled very well. Or Warwickshire have batted very badly because three nine six. You know you would expect to score that within two innings, wouldn't you? At least make sorry bat again. But they've bowled exceptionally well there. With do you think Kemar Roach and Worrell to open up, and then um, Overton Clark and then Laws aren't the worst sort of backup bowling, is it? But I mean Worrell and I mean Clark in the second innings actually four for did very well. So I mean that that's. Kemal Roach is a great signing, do you think, for Surrey, for the, the sort of tail end?
2: Yeah, he's come back and he just loves county cricket, which is nice to see. Um, he, he keeps coming back. Him and, well, Craig Brathway is back as well at, at Warwickshire playing the same game. Yeah. Um, they just they love the championship, which is refreshing. Yeah,
1: him so, and Roach and Brathway have found themselves a nice little niche in which they're probably the premier test cricketers of the West Indies and are, are very, very good at county championship level, aren't they? So... West Indies not playing that much Test cricket, both of them not really playing much one day or 2020 cricket. A nice little nice little wage packet, I imagine, for those two, and some good cricket as well. Um, because we've touched on Surrey, let's just also touch on Essex, because that is the sort of the two teams fighting out a promotion, not a promotion, a championship win for Div one. Um if not em- as emphatic as Surrey's, it was pretty convincing, wasn't it, in terms of, we've touched on Dakaris's, um contribution to that game, but I mean, Essex have won that without any one person doing anything outstanding. Is that fair to say? Well, you wouldn't
0: really expect them to. I mean, that was a banger, wasn't it, in terms of winning that game with the way uh, Middlesex is performing. So... Okay. Uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I know Hugh's not here, but he, he went... He would even admit to that, uh, given that he's not had very high hopes of Middlesex this year, so for, he's chosen to to go all in on the Eagles. But he, yeah, I think that was an that was an easier game. They, their run in in general was a bit easier. Yeah, uh, championship. And I think uh, Middlesex at home for, their, for, for Essex to play them at home was actually yeah they would have expected that to win. Um, so uh,
2: they did. So, yeah. Um, um, we said last week, Middlesex had only got two batting bonus points all season and they didn't add to it. So, once Essex had got 300 in the first innings, that was almost the game up. But nice to see Sir Alistair with a pair of 50s 50 and an 80.
1: Yeah. As well I understand
2: it, he is still yet to sign a contract for next year. So, he might only have two first class games remaining. Wow. That's big news. How old is he? Anyway, can't
1: remember. Let's have a look. Searching the internet, I think he was
2: two years above me at school. I'd go thirty-nine,
1: eight. He's thirty-eight.
2: 30. Oh, he's yeah. born yeah, it's Christmas Day, isn't he?
1: Christmas Day. He was born in Gloucester. The one that got away, hey Gloucester.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, the, um yeah. Born Christmas Day. He's thirty-eight. I can't see him going into another year, but maybe he will.
2: Maybe he will. Um, he's certainly been upping the TV and radio work, hasn't he? So yeah. Now he's got his mate Broadie in the box. Maybe that's the clincher for him. Oh, that's
1: a nice one. Yeah, probably they can just go tour around the world, can't they? To go yeah. That'd be amazing. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I think in terms of the, nothing has really changed from what we were saying last week. Had we like we've touched on it. Essex's running is a little bit easier than Surrey's, but Surrey on as it stands, 205 points. I don't think much has changed there, but I do think in terms of Division 1, Division 2, as we record this, Durham have been promoted, haven't they, due to Leicestershire's failure to get a batting bonus point in their first innings of this current round, which we will go into next week at some point, but what does Leicestershire get? For, like for They got 108 in their first inning, so that's not getting any points. So Durham have been promoted, but the biggest win, therefore, of the week, probably would say Worcestershire's win against Glamorgan, I think. Um, yeah. A pretty unremarkable game in terms of scores and performances. I'm just looking again to make sure I'm not doing anyone an injustice. Um,
2: but... Logan Van Bake was the star of the show there. I think it was his first, first class appearance of the season, and he took four cheap wickets in each innings.
1: Yeah, is he a he is a New Zealand Dutch cricketer, according to Wikipedia? Um
2: he I was the, the man, remarkably, for the Dutch, who when they beat uh, West Indies in the World Cup qualifiers this year, when it went to a super over, Van Baek hit the super over for thirty. That is him three six it? and three fours. That is him. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He is is he contracted at Worcester or is he just a is he an overseas or not?
2: How how does that work? Don't know. He's played so little. I haven't. Yeah, I think him. he.
0: Played, I, I think he played quite a bit last year, but I'm not really sure what whether it was just him being unavailable through international duty. So this is rare. Uh, this is rare. Listen to this. He has played for New Zealand and
1: the Netherlands. His name is Logan Verkus Van Beek. Von Beek. Van Beek. Sorry, his grandfather. Is also a dual international cricketer who played for West Indies and New Zealand. (laughs) That's mad. (laughs) That's mad. Um, and he's also represented New Zealand at the world under 19 basketball championships. So he must be very tall. Um as well. Is he tall? It doesn't say, do they have those stats on Crick Info?
0: They used to.
1: They used to, they don't anymore.
2: Anyway. He also got 53 in the first innings there. Uh, what is he coming in at number eight, 110 for six,
0: helped get yeah. up to 284. So solid first-class appearance. First-class well, got the draft in the second, so, you know, even that one out.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, that is, he probably, I mean...
0: funny really, uh, perspective, Jeff.
1: Yeah, that's very good, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, there, yeah. what, what he's done there is almost not what he's he's been an outstanding performance there and I think for that it was really between you know Glamorgan had a bit of a sniff didn't they but losing that game quite comprehensively I don't think they've really got much to play for this season again in terms of promotion I think that's probably gone and it ascends Worcestershire up um and it's probably there's to. I mean Leicester do have one in in hand but they're I don't know
0: Well, they're losing that one, aren't they, at the
1: moment? They're losing the... the, Yeah, so, I mean, I think Worcester look like that's that's quite a decisive game for them. Um, And if we look at their run-in to the... um, They've got Durham, which is a tough game next week, and then they've got Yorkshire, who won pretty easily as well. Like we said, I don't think you want to play Yorkshire, do you? I think they're good enough to possibly have a bit of a resurgence...
2: Um, they'll play to Worcester and I hope they go up because they've won the most games but I do worry for them next year if they do go to Division 1 losing, Pennington losing, Pat Brown I know hasn't played a lot of Red Bull stuff Um, I'm not sure they've got enough
0: to
1: Yeah it's a a good point and they've also if you noticed they've also lost Ben Cox who is now playing for Leicestershire which is with them Um, got a lovely stumping off scrimshaw I think I saw standing up down the leg side, but yeah I mean they've got Ben Allison last week on loan from S6 um, but that bowling attack I don't think aside in you know, all due respect to all of them I don't think that's a, they're going to hack it too well I think their batting's okay but I think they're you probably say that bowling attack is quite toothless. Diff Leach
2: has been carrying that bowling attack for a while and looking at him trundle in these days that you think there's only so
0: long here you can carry on for
1: yeah yeah so i think basically
0: you're making them favorites to go down before they even got promoted yeah exactly that yeah correct that's i mean that i mean that's even for you know for me that would be quite outrageous um you know, well, I think who, who knows what's going to happen over the week, over the, over the winter. Right?
1: Yeah, that is true. I think what we're saying is, if Worcester do go up, which you you know they've given themselves every opportunity, we're probably saying that they're going to have to have a good transfer winter um, and either bring some people up or sign a few players um, because you know going up is a, is a great great thing, but at the same time you can't re- you know you need a you need a bowling attack in Div One, I think, which is everyone sort of noticed. I don't, I think that 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 top order of Libby Roderick, Alzar Ali, Jack Haynes, Adam Hose, Kashif Ali, like Brett Dollivera, I think that's a decent-ish batting lineup. I think that that will mix it with the bowling attacks of Div 1, But I do think that bowling needs a bit of bolstering, um, which will be which will be interesting. Now, as I've said, we are recording sort of halfway through this round. I think are we halfway through? Um, but in terms of this week, guys. Who have we gone for on the transfer market within Cricket11.com? Howard.
2: I just made the one transfer uh, because of the buys and took Simon Harmer out in favour of Brett Hutton on Nottingham. So I thought the Seamers might play a little bit more. Got a bone to pick with Andrew, actually, because I went to select uh, Chahal, who Kent have just signed for the last three games, and he wasn't available within the game. So if you're still listening, Andrew, thought it out
1: um yeah and Chahal has gone quite well um hasn't he three for
2: certainly gone better better than Brett Hutton who got a pasting from Zach Crawley on the first morning
1: yeah that's big news um so that's just the one I mean our, I was also in a very similar position I had I think like half my team had a buy, so I had to use all four transfers available to me um and I therefore have subbed in. Um, who did I sub in? I have now gone. I've got Anuj Dal is captaining me. Who's going pretty well at the moment. Kieran Carlson. I think. Chef, do you have Kieran Carlson? I do.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's That's actually
1: doing all right this round. This round. Okay. But it, I, the point system. I, I was a bit annoyed at the point system. He had a three for at one point and had eight points. I just don't see how that is fair at all. Um, I think you've
2: been going at five and over for a lot of overs, haven't he? Still got
1: three wickets, though. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you and for, then, three yeah, something like that. And then I have also, um, I think I had to do some wicket-keeping jiggery in terms of, I had Michael Pepper, who was no longer playing. So I brought McManus back in, who I subbed out earlier in the season. So that's basically me. But annoyingly for me this week, Henry Brooks of Warwickshire is in the squad, but not getting a game. So I only have two bowlers. And at four o'clock this evening, Roland Jones had only bowled three overs in the second inning. So that was great. Um, But thus far, Anish Dahl has gone pretty well for me and Lewis deploys. So my two Derbyshire players are going okay. Okay.
0: Um,
1: Chev, how are you going this round thus far or who did you bring in?
0: Well, yeah, you know, I made quite a few changes because obviously I had quite a, quite a lot of players on bias this week, so uh, I decided to get rid of Tim van Meijeren because I brought him in on a whim a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, did yeah. nothing, so he was just irritating me. But yeah, I mean, Glamorgan are playing, but he wasn't selected, so that was the, a good reason for me to to drop him. Yeah. Given that he won't really add much in the last two rounds, I think they've got a buy him next one as well, so. Yeah. That's him gone. Uh, I brought in Chris Wright. Bit of a gamble, but so far I'm not paying off. He's on minus 16. Yeah, um,
1: bring in the all-rounder Chris Wright.
0: Yeah, anyway. Uh, then uh, Robinson, the, the wicketkeeper, uh, took him out as he was on a bye week. Yeah. And I really gambled there with Phil Salt, thinking you know, he may have a good last couple of games. Finally, he regained some form after relatively poor summer so far not really uh, but you know uh, that that was just whether it was foolish or not we'll find out in three weeks time probably he was, was out for school wasn't he? yeah he was shy today really but anyway um, don't worry uh, not here today but yes certainly. Um and then so that was useless but anyway and then I brought in Wayne Mat- Mattson for Jake Libby because he was on a buy. and um, uh, he's not really done particularly well so far, uh, but who knows what's that what that's going to bring over the next couple of weeks. yeah And then so I was I'm two players down, two voters down because I didn't want to get rid of them and just bring them back in for the run in, uh, which is Harmer and Warhol. Um, and then next week I've got a couple of buys, but it's subs that are coming back into the team as well. So not looking too bad. Can make a couple more substitutions repair or, uh, or trades in the next two rounds. Not entirely sure yet who that will be, but I've got money in the bank now and I can play around a little bit. So we'll see what happens. But I'm not expecting much from this round in general.
1: <laughs> Hopefully I should I should get back into third place, maybe. Um one thing I'm I
2: wanted to, to, to uh, just give a shout out to, to one of Hugh's comments last week as well. Well, where he said has there ever been a more disappointing season from an overseas player than Zafar Gohar yes. and on the back of that Hugh threw Zafar Gohar out of his team made <laughs> way Madsen- less <laughs> and then had to sit and watch Zafar Gohar dismiss Wayne Madsen for ten.
1: yeah yeah that is it's quite poetry emotion yeah that is lovely um I think what is also potentially gonna Mess with a few people's cricket11.com teams moving into the
2: lower rounds
1: is possibly. Am I right in thinking that the England squad for Ireland is that gonna that's it
2: is. Yeah. Sam Sam for me, I think is the only casualty,
1: okay? Because that's it, that's cruel. so it is cruelly as captain Rian Ahmed, Harry Brooke, Bryden Cast, Ben Duckett, Sam Hain, Will they've called him Will Jack here, but Will Jacks, so I imagine Craig Overton, Matthew Potts, Phil Salt. George Scrimshaw, Jamie Smith and Luke Woods. So, you know, Scrimshaw, Smith, Ahmed, Hain,
2: Yeah. Interestingly, I'd read that Sam Cook and one of at Surrey, but I forget who, weren't included in the squad on the basis that possibly Jamie Overton, I think, weren't included on the basis that Surrey and Essex were fighting it out for the title and therefore should be available for their counties.
1: Interesting. That is well,
2: interesting. in that case, Surrey would have liked a few more players back. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, they they saw fit to keep Will Jackson, in the team. I guess Surrey thought he was dispensable in
0: Red Bull. I agree with that, but Ooh. I would have, you know, I would have kept Smith if possible, and or, um, Atkinson available. You never know.
1: Yeah. They interesting, Jamie Smith. Yeah, maybe. I mean, looking for, a bit looking forward to that. I mean. On the 19th is the next round after the current one that's happening, so round 15. And Surrey, North and then Essex, Hampshire, if we talk about a, a title race, I know if I'd rather be there. Um, in
2: yeah, both teams, Surrey and Essex, have Hampshire and remaining in a different order, obviously. But if yeah. Surrey at home to North if they can get maximum points there, I think they are very hard to beat.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens after this round because I think it's all quite in the balance. There's a bit of wet weather around. So this is what I'm talking about the current round that is happening. So it will be interesting to see what happens after this week in terms of any, mainly Div 2, if anything in Div 2 changes or if anything, because I think obviously both Surrey and Essex are on a buy at the moment. So not much of think can happen. So interesting. Anyway, Chap, should we wrap it up then? And. Um... Go have our dinner. I need to have my dinner at least. Um, good. All right then. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to Badger Watch, an unspun cricket production. And we'll be back next week to see the result of round 14 of the Cancer Championship. Um, and hopefully by then I'll be back in either second or third place. Probably not second, hopefully third. And Chev will be at the bottom of our league table. I will the last thing I will do is give a big shout out to um, John N, who was the sixth best team from round 13, who is go heart or go de grand home, um, who is and he, I think he's currently top, is he, of our Badger Watch League? No, he's second. So, um, yeah, well done to John N for coming into the top 10 teams. And on that note, we will leave you. Thank you very much for listening.